thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Question of the week from the Naked Scientists. Hello and welcome to Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists with me, Diana O'Carroll. This week we'll be examining the most elderly of living things. Hi, it's Jeff Blackwell calling in from Bundaberg in Queensland in Australia for Question of the Week. I'd like to know if there are any life forms, plant, animal, fungus, whatever, that are effectively immortal. So what's on this earth needs to start saving for its pension from its inception and which organisms need to crack open a bottle of blue rinse? Hello, my name is Dr John Nudge from University of Manchester and I'm Senior Lecturer in uh, Paleontology. And one of the longest living vertebrate animals, and many of the listeners will be aware of this, is the giant land tortoise. Now, there's a nice story about Captain Cook, the explorer, presenting one of these animals to the Queen of Tonga in 1788. And this animal eventually died in 1966, 188 years later, and the animal was probably mature by the time he collected it. Now, if we turn our attention to the plant kingdom, we can multiply these figures by a factor of 10. There's a well-known example of the bristlecone pine trees, which grow in the Rocky Mountains of North America. And these are well-known to live for over 4,000 years. I think the record's about 4,600 years. But again, these figures have recently been doubled by research in Sweden. Scientists here came across a Norway spruce whose root system had been growing for 9,550 years. If we now move on to some of the simpler life forms, then the numbers do start to get really big. In 1995, a sample of bacteria was found in the stomach of a bee, which was encased in amber, which was dated at between 25 and 40 million years old. But these bacteria were found in a state of suspended animation, and they had to be reanimated in the laboratory. So in scientific terms, they were in what we call a cryptobiotic state. It means the cells remained alive, but none of the life processes were being carried out. They didn't feed or reproduce. So whether you consider this as immortality or not is open to question. So to answer the question, the sad fact is that all cells do decompose with time, all cells age, and all cells eventually die. So sadly, as yet, no life form has evolved that is immortal. Sadly, no living things have yet unlocked the secret to eternal life, though some of them have discovered a sort of suspended animation. So if you fancy living a few hundred years, then become a tortoise, or a thousand years, then why not become a tree? And on our forum at thenakedscientist.com forward slash forum, Aatrox and RD were discussing whether or not organisms which reproduce asexually could technically live forever, as they pass the same DNA from one generation to the next. So for next week's question, we'll be taking another look into longevity with the ultimate in watery cycling. My name is Skye. I'm an archaeologist in Arkansas and America, and I was taught when I was young that we drink the same water today that the dinosaurs drank when they were alive, and I wondered if that was true. And the following week, here's something else you can use over and over again, your brain. Hello, my name is Sean, and I'm from Edinburgh. I would like to know How much information can my brain take before I start overwriting stuff that's already there? Is all this learning good for me 
or should I concentrate on less? So if you know if it's the same water cycling through our systems or how many gigabytes of brain space we really have, then let us know by emailing chris at thenakedscientist.com or join the debate on our forum at thenakedscientist.com forward slash forum. Question of the Week is part of the Naked Scientists podcast and supported by the EPSRC, the Wellcome Trust and UK Fast. Look us up online at nakedscientists.com. Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.